time, so I got it for my kid. Great old. Alright, shut up. Check your pie hole. Oh, sorry. Don't, you ready? Don't use the same old commercials again today. Dude, like we have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1, this is Daily Turismo Radio, powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin, and Ashley DeLuca. Hello, motorheads. Rev up your engines and get ready for another fabulous episode of the Daily Turismo Radio Show. Broadcasting live on TalkRadio1.com from our studio in scenic Gardena, California, home of the world's oldest vegetarian carniceria. We've got another huge show for you today. We have no guests joining us in the studio. We're going to have some <laughs> fun. We're going to play some games. Sounds great. Chit-chat, jibber-jabber, and mostly talk about stuff that we care about. Yes, I what think we I, I really think, care about. I think Dan just turned the show off even. <laughs> like oh no guests just those but fools i oh, think okay. it's fair to say we're gonna have a really really good show but before i get too far ahead of myself let me introduce to you some of the other vegans that are in the studio with me today seaflow rode here today in a greyhound what up congratulations no C-Flo. first of all i don't think it's fair to say that we're gonna have a really really good show well, <laughs> really if i said we're gonna have a really terrible show everyone would turn it off well, so set I the expectations low bit. and then let them be pleasantly surprised we have a very medium so, show today so we yeah. have a show we have a show we have a show <laughs> we're doing we're gonna a enjoy show. it no it's always a good show come on yeah at, at least we don't start our podcasts and show and radio shows like some that i've heard not to not to toot our own horn but it's like they're just hanging out and they just press the record button and there's never like an introduction. It just kind of right. bugs me. Like I'm listening, I, like I want an introduction, you know, like, yeah. our, like our theme song and our British announcer. Like I I appreciate that. So thank you, Ben, for taking care of that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a new sound drop, by the way. That, I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was talking about the thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> the whole, I want the whole thank speech. You, I can a, just, I can just do it. Just <laughs> pretend you. that you're pressing a button over there and I'll go. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> in the same exact tone every time thank you Ben so co-host uh, Ashley is not here today she's I think she took another trip to Colorado who knows what she's doing actually, that she, joke is not funny I don't know why you guys why keep just, saying it that it just keeps going she, she that's might, not where people are going I don't by know the way. Where, where, what? what yes did you just raise your hand <laughs> he raised his hand like he's not the host so I guess he I does have to raise his hand yeah. when he we're wants gonna, to talk we're gonna give him that minute of silence he's looking for the silent treatment she might be joining us later Oh, yeah, that's right. She might be calling in. Uh, but finally, sitting in a pile of his own fetid fluids is Brewster <laughs> Ben. That's not true. Are you sure? <laughs> it does. It's kind of stinky over there in his corner. <laughs> but so, so uh, where it was like I? smells like gear oil okay. a little bit. So but. no guests joining us today. No. So it is my pleasure to announce that we have no guests. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Uh, oh, sorry, wrong one. The wow. Wow. That, that works. A good golf clap is good. No, uh, but we should try it again. Do it again. So, uh, it is my pleasure to... So, Seaflow, uh, <laughs> tell me about last weekend. <laughs> tell me about your weekend last weekend because hold this on, is going to be interesting. Guys, last weekend or two weeks ago? Because Seaflow actually hasn't been here in like two weeks. Well, that's or, what we're going to start with. We're going to start with the previous weekend. It's good to see when you. you weren't here. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks, man. I'm having that's a real great, great time. Yeah. Um, so, I went to the Formula One race in Austin, Texas. Ooh. Circuit of the Americas. It sounds like it was really exciting. It was. It was fun. Um, I've been to like seven F1 races, so it wasn't like a new thing for me, but it is a fun vacation to just kind of go and hang out with friends and watch some race cars and run around a different city that you're not used to. But I'm starting to get more acclimated to Austin, and I kind of feel comfortable driving around there, which is weird because they have really weird roads. I don't know if you guys have ever driven there, but... The highways are nice. The, I, the roads I, I are in good I condition. Avoid Texas. Roads are in good condition. They're they're big and wide and <laughs> outstanding and, warrants. I'm not telling. I'm just trying to avoid Texas. These <laughs> no, days. it's it's the um, intersections that are strange. Like two highways cross each other. You'd think like a cloverleaf intersection is what we have here. You'd think that there'd be something similar in Texas. Maybe I don't know. But what they have instead is like all of these off ramps and and U-turn ramps and like frontage roads there's always a frontage road and there's always like three left turns that you can make and there's like one right turn and then one-way streets so if you start going the wrong way 
You're screwed. Thanks for making all that noise, Ben. Yeah, seriously. If you hear a bunch of like crunching, <laughs> like gravelly, that's producer Ben eating a bunch he of candy. Gives us crap for like making one tiny cough into the microphone, and he's over there going. I know. I I barely, <laughs> I barely touched like the, the the table a minute ago, and he's like, "Give me dirty looks." Uh, nom, nom, I'm eating candy. Leave me alone. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Leave me alone. <laughs> it sounds like he's starting a like a paper bag factory over here or something. It's, it's like Cartman when he was in the basement playing World of Warcraft. Remember that. Eric Cartman. No. Oh, I know who Eric Cartman anyway. is. I know what Warcraft is. These all sound good. <laughs> he just became like incredibly fat and just started eating and eating and eating and playing Warcraft and he never left that's, his basement. That's that's La Gordita over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about that's which is a fantastic Mexican that's, restaurant. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, and you just use the feminine form of that yeah, word, by the that's way. The appropriate. <laughs> that, that was his intent. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Yo soy Espanol. Uh, anyway, um no, yes, I don't speak you Spanish are. at all. Uh, I um so, so Formula One race. Tell yeah. tell our listeners what does that sound like when a Formula One car drives by? Give, give so us the noise. That it makes. used to sound incredible. It used to be the best sound in automotive anything. Like the 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 sound of a naturally aspirated Formula One engine was like nothing else that you've ever heard in person on on TV. You, you, it was kind of whiny. And you're talking it, about the V10 era or V8s. Okay. The V8s that came after that they were naturally aspirated too. Um, and they rev to like 18,000 RPM and on on the TV you watch it and you just hear and you think oh what's the big deal it doesn't sound that great but in person they sounded really badass and you could hear them from like a mile away you get all this like white noise with it that people don't like you don't hear the 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 off throttle stuff the popping and crackling and like nasty (laughs) coughing and all all that stuff that happens Um, but now that those engine sounds are gone, and it, we're in the turbo era of Formula One, turbo hybrid era. Um, so, did you just hear something? Stop winding crinkling up and down? your damn wrapper <laughs> over there. No, um, that's a drop. <laughs> that you got to record that. Look at the. We time. are recording. Hopefully, nine oh six. Yeah, uh, just look at the. Make sure that six minutes in you. Stop crinkling that. You're gonna like hit that every single time. Um, but since we're in the... Are since we recording? We're, I don't no. see anything. Oh, Ben. No, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Do you have the backup at least? Okay. Anyway, welcome, to the, da- <laughs> welcome to the Daily Tourismo Radio Show. Um, sit back down, Vince. You don't have anywhere better to be right now. That's true. I don't. So what we were talking about was the old <laughs> version of Formula One where the engine sounded really awesome. And now they're technically more interesting. There's a lot more development going on. They run a lot more differently, and the combustion is pretty crazy and advanced now. They have hybrid systems. They have turbos. Stop crinkling your wrapper. Literally. Like, you give us so much crap for that. Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's the most entertaining part of the show, uh, but go ahead. Okay. But, so, the sound of an F1 car today is impressive. It sounds like a race car, but it doesn't make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. Like, mm. it doesn't have that, like, that extra, like, visceral, like, feeling like like there's a wild animal driving yeah, down the know, track. I know? never really liked um, <clears throat> sound of, like, indie cars in the, you know, when they drive around. Because, first off, you don't hear, like, you don't hear the, 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 the engine speed change. Because they're just yeah, they're like, constant yeah, full yeah, throttle just, the whole time. They're not shifting and stuff. Right. And yeah. then they... Um, or they are shifting, but it's yeah, pretty much just wide person, open throttle. I, I went to yeah. an indie race, like, at Fontana, maybe... 10 years ago and mm-hmm. it just they was it was interesting the cars driving around and the, the people but the people who, who enjoyed looking at the looking at the races um were the ones with like the microphones and the full setup where they could like monitor the race as they're yeah going. so i've i've done it that way before at f1 and that does add a whole extra element because if you want to know what's actually happening during the race being at the track is not the best way i mean look, yeah, yes now i want to bring that up being being on being on you know being on your couch and watching tv is a better way to understand what's going on during the race um but if you want the experience at the track and you also want to know like all the little background stuff that the announcers are talking about (laughs) then you can actually get a radio system where you can monitor for f1 it's monitoring the nbc broadcast uh channel and you can not only hear the announcers but you can hear the producer talking to them like like Ben does to us, except that the general public cannot hear that. But when you're monitoring the radio frequency, you can hear it. You can hear the producer. You can hear the producer like feeding information to. Now, does he feed useless information? Or sometimes, just, like, I mean, crinkle, sometimes they crinkle plastic bags. Yeah, he does and... that. No, I, it, it was funny. Like they, they they definitely give each other crap like offline that you can't hear um, on the air. So 
what what are you doing now? Is, is, is he British as well? Because it seemed to me that uh, I think he it was an American guy. A Queen's English doing? of some kind, or like to be Australian, or to be <laughs> to be um, for a while. I, th- I think that do they have a, a American guy back in the booth now, or no? Is it all the uh, no? Right now it's Lee Diffie. Um, Lee Diffie is an Australian guy, yeah. and then David Hobbs yeah. and Steve Matchett are both British. Yeah, so they're yeah, they're all good. They're good. They're good, but come on, I want an American guy. But, but get Barbarisha back. He was good too. We're yeah. America. I want some Texans in there or something. Yeah, and at the actually at the track. Um, you know, the announcers that you hear in Texas at, at the track in Austin there, the past couple years they've been Americans and they were terrible because they weren't F1 commentators. They oh. were just commentators. And they it sounded like they came from like the local news station or something because <laughs> they're like, oh, these cars are going really fast. And like, yeah. And, and uh, um, number ro- 44 just yeah, passed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, and they didn't know the what, names of the drivers. The and, like when you anyway. were there, did you find the audience knew about F1 or was it yeah, more yeah, of a there's spectacle like just like people came out because it was a big event. No, it's it's too ex- it? it's too expensive for that. So like I've I've been to lots of drag races in in Texas and in the South where That's kind of personal, but you don't really have to go into Not that drag on the air. queen races. Okay. Drag races, cars racing down the track. <laughs> <laughs> lots of skid marks. Yes. Um No, I I've, I've been to I've been to lots of those types of events uh in Texas and in, in the rest of the South where everybody kind of comes out because it's the thing that's going on. Like what's what is there to do on a Friday night or Saturday night? Oh, let's go to the drag races. Okay, and they maybe aren't really familiar with what's actually <laughs> happening. But at an F one race, doesn't matter where it is, it's expensive to go. Yeah, so, two hundred dollars to park. So you know they they actually reduced it a little bit in the oh, past okay. year. It was like, um, it was like yeah, it was a little bit cheaper. <laughs> okay, but but then the but tickets are going to be at least grand, the uh, general admission are like one eighty for three yeah. days, and then if you want to sit somewhere, oh now you're. Now you're up in like three, four hundred uh, minimum. But um, no, so the audience that comes, it's a lot of fans. It's a lot of international people that come. You know, they they go to different they, races they all over the world. The circuit. They they follow it, or they just choose a different race every year. Like we went to Montreal last year, and that was cool because I'd never been there, and we got to see some cool stuff. And you went to Montreal. That's you know. Yeah, Montreal's a great city. Yeah, I you know it was an excuse to go check out a new place and uh, watch some fun cars. Just... just the wife. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Montreal is known for its red light district. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> um, we didn't explore that. Yeah, you don't necessarily. It's not. It's not the place you take the. You know, it's a place you go. I mean, some people might. Yeah. That, well, that's fine. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Your wife's progressive. It's okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's the '90s. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> right. I remember when people said that. Hey, it's the '90s. It doesn't matter anymore. I wanted to punch those people. Seaflo, <laughs> you were like I still 10. say that. I don't even I still want, say I don't that. Hear it. Huh? He was like ten in the '90s. So. I was more than ten in some of the 90s <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure 1990 you would have been exactly 10 but no that's okay. I, in 1990 i was younger than 10 okay right oh, that's yeah, kids exactly. these days jeez yeah so, i already so, met so, i already so, met my wife by 1990 so, so I, I know what, what do they what do they have around the f1 event nothing much around it because it's out well, in, like the well, sticks no, no, like i mean like do they set up like like they do okay i know what you're asking yeah. they have crash barriers they have um what's called a fan fest in downtown yeah, exactly. austin and Sixth Street, and I mean, you've probably heard of Austin's, Sixth Street. I mean, I, I just it's, know that Austin goes off. Every, I mean, Austin. Yeah, it says it's a great place. It's it's got you know the nightlife scene. It's not like the the L A nightlife where it's like trendy clubs. It's more laid back. There's live music. There's some people acting like a holes, which you're gonna find anywhere. Um, so you try to go to places that are a little bit more low key, or at least we did anyway, where you could actually like talk to each what, other. What was and the hang best out. nightlife spot? Um, there's actually a really cool street called, um, crap, I forget the name of the street now. Yeah, um, everybody in Austin is, like, screaming at their, like, their Uh, radio. it's not 6th Street, but the it's people another- people in Austin are listening to the show? Like, both of them? Oh, yeah. People Austin's have been a pretty, Austin. Austin's, Austin's a big, a big place. Uh, it's, I think it's called Rainy Street. Um, let me check real quick. Rainy Street in Austin, yeah, it's a historic district. And it's a bunch of like old Victorian and craftsman houses that they've turned into bars. And so instead of like cruising the the you know pier like you do right. here, um, you just you're just in this old neighborhood, and you're walking down the street, and it looks like a house, but they have a sign out front, and they've got like some you know lights strung up in the yard, and they've got it like it says, modern. This is live nudes in the front. Yeah, not quite that bad. <laughs> no, sorry. No, this is this is kind of like the hipsterish area where it's like modernish design going on, and you walk in, and there's like there's like very stark um, lighting and mm. uh, like pictures of guys with big mustaches from the 1890s on the wall, and then you look at, at the guy next to you, and he looks just like that guy in the picture. And, <laughs> and the, <laughs> the beer is really yeah. hoppy. 
the beers uh they the, there was a good variety there there was a place that had some belgian beers there was a place that had like a bunch of strange cocktails that they made so you say, um, you say all this and all i hear are neck beards neck beards I hear you say neck beard neck beard neck hey yeah Sifo, what do you think of the beer we're drinking tonight oh it's not bad at all it's port royal export it's from honduras it's from honduras yes the product of honduras uh, i'm looking for the it's on the back then label be like port real or something like that you it's know, just, it's a grand gold medal. It's the Monday selection, symbol of the international quality of Brussels. I don't know what that means even. So Mo- it's a not Monday. <laughs> that that Monday. word means world in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Monday. I said Monday. Is it Mundial? It's it's Monday. M O N D E. But anyway, it's it's not too uh, bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty decent Pilsner, Port Royal export. I'm sure it was cheap, for right? Honduras beer. Yeah. Yeah. You, Vince, Vince bought it, so you can pretty much guarantee. Hey, come it was on! Cheap. I bought the empanadas In too. Fact, come on! I'm just, I'm about to crack open another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess to get to what Ben was saying, the F1 experience in Austin is a lot of fun. If you go and if you go out and do things during the day, uh, you know, after the after going to the track, because everything's over by like 4 p.m. And how far ahead do you um, plan it? That's my other question. Oh, months. <laughs> Months like ahead, a, a if you want to get a good deal, because <laughs> we got not not quite a year, but this year the race wasn't confirmed until like January or February, and well, maybe it was even later than that, because in the past years the state of Texas has funded the race, and the way F one works is the track pays F one for the privilege to host the race there. F one doesn't pay the track; it doesn't work like that. So the track pays millions of dollars to Formula One. And then to make money, the track has to sell tickets and they have to sell concessions and they have to sell, you know, tchotchkes and, and swag and all that stuff to try to get some money back. Hey, all that and, plastic surgery that Bernie Ecclestone's like <laughs> latest trophy wife is getting, like she, that's expensive. Yeah. Okay. So don't I mean, like discount that. That's like, where Bernie the money, the money's money. coming from Circuit of the Americas and, to and Bernie, all the other so tracks. His, his latest that's like, right. 22 year old wife can get plastic surgery. That's right. I like how when her mother got kidnapped. They would. Oh, yeah. They didn't show pictures of the mother. They only show so, pictured of Bernie's wife, who's right. like literally like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like. <laughs> and the and, and the headlines are like, you know, Bernie's mother-in-law gets kidnapped, and there's right. a woman that's fifty <laughs> years younger than him. I'm right. like, that's not his mother-in-law. Well, it shows a woman <laughs> holding hands with what appears yeah. to be a a, a, a muppet. And, and you're like, what? <laughs> An ancient ri- wrinkled muppet that yeah. you like found wadded up under your couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is bleached what... by the sun for like a hundred uh. years. <laughs> Very strange character. So who, yeah. who won? Anyway. Uh, He's Lewis, gonna be on the show sometime. Was Hamilton one? Yeah, we're gonna have him next week. Yeah. By the way, for uh, the answer for <laughs> the answer for like this like season, who won? Oh. It's Mercedes. One, well, two yeah, Mercedes. yeah, you could. Yeah, actually, actually, um, Verstappen won a race this year as the, the youngest F one driver to ever win, um, and then Ricardo, I believe, has won this year as well. And but hasn't Ferrari gotten a couple of seconds? Uh, not second, but third. third. Yeah, and they got a third this the last week in Mexico. I got taken yeah, away, and it got <laughs> it got uh, rescinded because because it's it's funny because the the third place was given to Vettel because Verstappen exceeded track limits exceeded track limits, but then it was taken away from Vettel because he violated something called the Verstappen rule, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> where he bashed into another car and braking. He didn't hit him. He just moved during breaking. Oh, moved during breaking. Okay. Which is just the the rules and the complexity of what the stewards' decisions deciding how these races outcome mm-hmm. is just ridiculous in Formula One. And they need to change it. They need to just ruining the sport. Go race. It's yeah. ruining the sport. L- literally. So, so Ben, just so you know what this is, Vettel's coming down in a turn and he slowed for the turn and then he, as the other driver was trying to outbreak him, he moved and pushed the guy out in the braking like, zone. Like tried to block him, basically. Right. Yeah. He was given a penalty for that. He, was, he didn't hit the guy. He just moved. He gave him a 10-second penalty, which bumped him from third to, like, fifth, yep. I think. Yep. Yeah. So you're not allowed to move in the braking zone now. <laughs> that's stupid. It's just... Now, you can that's move... The car, you the car push, is moving. That's not, <laughs> can, it's still moving can, forward. You can push people on the way out of a turn. You can take whatever line you want, and you can literally push them into the into the no, grass they, or obstacles. No, they, See, they you know, penalize that, that too. That, yeah. No, no, because Lewis Hamilton got away with in the first turn, okay. and then he went off to horse. I will say that they sometimes penalize that. Yes. Not always. Depending on who does it. And how bad it was, yeah. yeah. And and if it's, if the cars if the cars like next to him, you can kind of get away with it. If they're too if they're too close to you, you can't do it. But if you're like ahead of them, yeah, you just push them right off the track. Now, mm. it's honestly it depends. My opinion, they should start installing spikes on the cars. 
So and, they just don't get close to each other. Well, right? you can. You go, go for it. You know, do it. You know, and and just get more cut tires because that makes exciting racing. Sure. If Hamilton and Rosberg got tires cut down in the first turn because they, you well, know, they, they shoot the, well, they don't even stop. The, the, the first wings turn on these stage. cars are so sharp and spindly yeah. anyway. Yeah, they, they, they they do clip. cut the tires. Yeah. The, the, honestly, they should get rid of that front wing, in my opinion, though. No front wing at no all. No front wing because <laughs> it, it gets bashed up and then it gets under the car You're, and it ruins. You the should races. actually talk to Bernie because he had ideas like put installing sprinklers on the tracks to I, just to like I, make it wet in one part of the track. I, I fully support the, <laughs> the sprinkler, the Ecclestone corners yeah. theory. Yeah. No, I think that's a that's a great theory. Yeah. A that, I mean, it, it would be it would be interesting. Um, I do like the changes for next year though. Changes for next year, the cars look a lot more badass. Bigger wings. Yeah, right. they they they've got bigger wings, front and less, rear, less much wider tires, less underbody arrow, right? And they kill, and they uh, lift from the cars. I about, no, I don't. I thought think they're, they're trying to reduce downforce but allow more wing, but just less of the diffuser downforce. No, they're in, they're increasing downforce. Oh, all across the board. And drag, and um, not drag, but uh, grip, mechanical grip with much wider tires. Well, so, so they end up looking a lot like the old '70s and '80s cars. Yeah, more, which is cool. You know. Yeah, wider tires is better. I agree with that. Yeah, the rear but, tires now are like three tens or something. So that's pretty sweet. Well, and they finally got away from 15-inch rims. A couple no, 13-inch rims. They still have <laughs> them. 13-inch wheels. so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's how it is. 13-inch rims. <laughs> I thought they finally changed that. Nope, okay. nope. All right. They did some t- some tests with 17s or 18s or something, but they decided not no, to. No, it's too crazy. I, like, uh, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Anyway. What um, would Dave Coleman think of that? I, I don't know. He doesn't. I don't think he cares too much about Formula 1. That was a segue. You're supposed to let the host do the segue. Well, I would if you guys would ever get to it. (laughs) Hey, we're busy talking about Formula 1 over here. Is it your show? Whose show is this? You're busy talking about Stephen rims. Is it your show? I'm going to mute my own mic. (laughs) (laughs) He muted your own mic. That's good. (laughs) You're in control now. How does that feel, Ben? It actually feels good, Vince. Okay, my mic's back on. He, he would prefer if you were just okay. not here at all, I think. That would, I would prefer that. You, <laughs> your mic is still... No, <laughs> now, now you guys are like in a weird loop. Okay, weird holding pattern. Um, okay. Holding pattern of, of thank you, Ben, okay. for putting this my mic on. This is probably getting annoying for the people who are listening. Yeah. Just, the just person who's listening? Just yeah. a guess. Dan's yeah. like, come on, get to the Coleman Invitational. Okay, so last weekend, I went to the Dave Coleman Invitational, otherwise known as the Mazda Friends and Family Track Day at Laguna Seca. And it's actually two track days. It's Saturday and Sunday. Um, but Mazda... Is that Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca? Yes. Okay. And as the title sponsor of Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca, Mazda North America has uh, two weekends reserved every year where they can invite friends and family and, uh, you know, take over the track and have a good time. And so we took our Lemons car, our uh, V8 swap E36. We took our Miata. That's the... Uh, Daily Turismo, <laughs> sort of Daily Turismo project car. <laughs> I, I put up a couple of posts yep. about it. Um, haven't really done much to it because a stock Miata is just already a pretty good track car. Not fast, but um, not powerful, I should say, but faster in the turns than a lot of other cars. Um, and so, you know, you, you go out, you do 20-minute sessions, you drive around. There's there's a couple different groups. Uh, some groups, the, the, the beginner group, you can only pass if someone points you points you by, but in the upper groups you can just pass freely. And so how, it's, how competitive does that get? Um, I mean, it's n- not competitive. Like people aren't like comparing lap times that much afterwards, but it gets a little bit. It gets a little dicey in some areas. Some turns there'll there'll be three or four cars just like jockeying for position, and if you're in one of the more powerful cars, you you, you know keep your foot down and. So things I got, get a little hairy. And I got to ask you, this people go off because what? I know the answer from the last time you were on the track with Miata. Yeah. But did you pass anybody? I did. I did right. pass people this time. Uh, yeah, Good. because the first last time we went, it was my first time in that car, so I was just kind of like, okay, getting used to the car and getting used to the track. And now that I know the track pretty well and I'm and I'm more than comfortable with the car, um, my attitude now is instead of like, I'm sorry, I'm so slow, go around me. My attitude now is, yeah, you can pass me, but you're gonna have to work for it. So I'm taking more of like the lemons racer attitude of I'm just I'm driving my line. I'm on you the can, course, yeah. Do what you want. You can do what you want, but I'm not going to get out of your way. You know, and that's what unless somebody's be. like extremely, you know, coming up at a much higher speed, and I'm literally a roadblock. My, my opinion, but like in a in a in a slow corner or something, I'm not. I'm going to you know maintain yeah. my line, my position. My, my opinion was that if you're driving like the slow car, then you should 
the, the people who have high horsepower, if they can't pass you in the straightaways, That's then I'm not letting them buy in the corners because I want momentum to the corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. I'm driving the fast car and then someone with like a momentum <clears throat> car comes behind me, I'm going to let him buy in the straightaway just because I know it's going to really annoy him because he's going to come up to me every turn section for the next... Right. That so, means he's a better driver than you. Correct. Or his car <laughs> handles better. Too. Yeah. Um, or probably both, actually, in my case. So, an uh, interesting bit of celebrity news. We we saw it, we ran into Channing Tatum there at the track, uh, who was riding a motorcycle for his track day, because they do mixed cars and oh. motorcycles. Not out at the same time, but... That sounds awesome. Alternating. <laughs> Wait, tell me he's friends with Coleman. Uh... I, I, no, he's not. I don't. I don't know why he was there, but um, some of us, you know, talked to him. My wife was like, "All <laughs> like, oh, we have to go yeah. talk to Channing Tatum." <laughs> like, okay, yeah, Mr. <laughs> all like, right. Oh, yeah. you, you you get up there and you're like, Channing, put a, put your damn yeah, shirt on before you talk to my wife." <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, just flexing. Like, <laughs> What's up? No, actually, he's a super nice guy. Um, he, you know, talked to my kid and and uh, we we saw him crash. He brought your kid him. to a track thing. Yeah, that's some good parenting. Of course we do. That's some good parenting. What? Why is that? I said that's good parenting. Yeah. I said, that's oh, good. you're not that's good you're not being sarcastic. No, no, no. Okay. I'm legitimately Sorry. saying that's good. That's good parenting. That's right. That's right. Because according to her, like everybody just goes and drives fast on the racetrack. Like <laughs> why? Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Right. That's what people do. It's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, Channing Tatum, we saw him low side his bike in turn eleven, which is right in front of the the what's right at the beginning of the front straight, and. Uh, it was kind of, kind of, uh, you know, I'm sure it was embarrassing as like the movie star to come out mm. and like, it was probably one of his first track days and just, you know, wreck your bike. But it turned out it wasn't a bad crash. He wasn't hurt or anything. So we went and talked to him afterwards and he's like, yeah, it turns out that turn is pretty sharp. <laughs> and it is, if you look at the track map, it's like less than 90 degrees. Uh, it's kind of tricky cause there's a cricket in the studio. <laughs> wow. That, I mean, it's a loud guy. N um, normally when you talk the crickets in my head are imaginary yeah or it's a sound effect coming from <laughs> yeah. the board yeah. <laughs> this no, time it's, it's a real cricket it's actually a real cricket somewhere in the studio <laughs> <laughs> anyway he's a nice guy to totally seemed like a normal dude that just okay. happens to be like huge did you invite him on the show movie store I didn't um, maybe next time no it's, it's, it's cool he introduced himself as Chan Chan. Yeah. Wow. And then our, our friend. Like 4chan, you should ask him. Like yeah. 4chan, like the website? Our friend uh, Jennifer um, went and made even better friends. Bill with Murray? Him. Yeah, Bill Murray. Wow. Jennifer. Um, she uh, she, she kind of had a little crush on him, so she uh, hung out with him for quite a while at the track and ended up becoming friends with him. So Strange, strange business. <laughs> well, she's so a motorcycle. She likes motorcycles. So. Yeah, and he was on a bike. We so should get her on the show. We should get her on the show. So on Jan. Sunday, on the, at the track, it rained like pretty hard in the middle of the day and that was a new experience for me in an open top car oh, yeah. on the track in the rain so that was kind of fun but then they'd go to the motorcycle groups and there'd be nobody going out and except for her except for Jen she was like <laughs> the only person in the middle of the day didn't she learn her lesson after rain. getting like run over on a track um, no. the lesson is you should you should keep riding and, and get better I think oh, okay. that's, that's the lesson that she learned because that's, that's forget yeah. your spleen you don't need that thing no it's, it's, it's extraneous true. All right. Well, hey, this has been some fantastic stuff. We're gonna take a break, though. And fantastic. When we get back, wait, 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 wait. Before we no, take a break, nothing. We're taking a break. When we get back. We're gonna do from the website. Where's your mother? <laughs> You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. and break out your credit card. Time for another Blue Glove Tool Review. This week's tool is a Craftsman 311-piece mechanics tool set. This should be a part of every man's garage. It's a starter set. It's what you start with. You know, you don't go out and buy a specialty tools, your ratcheting wrenches or your uh, robo-glip. Um, you buy, you start off with a 311-piece mechanics tool set. You get that, and then you can move on to, to other tools. 
And this is a basic, it's all, it's got enough wrenches, it's got sockets, it's got three different sized, uh, quarter inch, half inch, and three eighths. And it is a good basic set. I like the Craftsman. It's inexpensive. It's $230 on Amazon.com. And you can get it from uh, Deli Turismo. If you head over to Deli Turismo and look up the Blue Grove Tool Review, you'll go to our um, affiliate link and you can buy it. And Deli Turismo, Deli Turismo will get a few bucks if you buy it. But uh, it's the basic set that you're going to start your gearhead garage and you'll start working on your own cars. And it's something that, like, producer Ben would ever buy because he pays someone else to work on his cars because he's not a real man. But if you're a real man, you're going to buy this 311-piece mechanics tool set. And then we're going to go ahead and just go buy it. Don't worry about it. We're not going to tell your wife about it. Turismo listeners, now that the British country, otherwise known as the United Kingdom, has left the European Union, we would like to announce that European Motorworks, sponsor of Daily Turismo Radio, is no longer known as European Motorworks, they are now British Motorworks. And no longer will they be servicing Volkswagen engines, they will be working on Jaguar engines. Land Rover, Aston Martin, Mini. All these good British brands. If you need any hard parts or machining services, engineering as we call it, if you need a specialist to make you a bespoke assembly, pop round to European, I mean British Motorworks on Prairie Avenue in Hawthorne, California. Call it, ring him up at 1-800-722-8678, toll free in the US. If you're in jolly old Britain, however, there might be a small charge. That's European Motorworks, or visit europeanmotorworks.com. And God save the Queen. And also tell him DT Radio sent you. Party. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. My, my, my mic was muted. We're back. Daily Turismo Radio show. We're still here. Are we still here? I think so. There was a fuzzy moment there for a we're second. Talking about the apocalypse next. I didn't think we were here. Well, the so, Cubs, so the, Cubs, about... the Cubs just won the World Series, so it could be the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> that is the 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 seventh sign of the apocalypse. The the nine-headed beast is going to appear in the sky pretty soon. Is it the nine baseball players? It is. <laughs> it is <laughs> that would actually Cubs. Yeah. There it goes. It makes sense. That would be the. It's <laughs> all clear now. Uh, you know, right, I was, Vince. What, uh, yeah. Sorry. I was actually hoping the Indians would win, just so that the Cubs would continue to have that yeah, me too. ability to say <laughs> that, like we have the worst team ever. You wanted the Schadenfreude of watching them suffer. No, like, no, no, no. Um, I, I actually did. I enjoy, I, I enjoy yeah. the suffering. I, Obviously, I work with Vince, so yeah, I enjoy the yeah. suffering. So, no, other people Cubs, suffering. No, <laughs> the thing is that okay, so. Now Cubs fans can't say we haven't won one since nineteen. Yeah, they lost that. That was like the biggest. Like that uh, I know, right. I'm, I'm actually impressed. You know, it was nineteen oh eight. It's like, well, come on, man. Um, it's like uh, I. Listen you're to you're a sports sometimes. idiot. I, I was going to say it's like the, take, It's like being a Padres fan, right? As a Padres yes. fan, I Padres. can like Padres are next year. Next year is, is going to be the Padres' turn. <laughs> well, when did the Padres form? What year were they? 1969 okay. was their first year. And so they've year. never won a pennant, obviously. What? And no. No. And they went they, to the series in 84 and 98. And they I lost, remember when 98 when they went. They lost both. Yeah. Um, they got swept by the Yankees. 
Yeah. Yeah. The but but being a Padres but. part of being a Padres fan and bonding with other Padres fans, pointing mm-hmm. the guy in front of me is that mm-hmm. um, it's because they're terrible, right? right? They make bad decisions. The, the owners are always like, it's like the, the they the, get rid of good players as soon as they get them, or like the, the next year. Right. It was like that movie um, with Wild Thing about the Indians, right? And yeah. showed the this owner who's like this corrupt major league, major major league. league. Yeah. fantastic movie. This corrupt owner is just like <laughs> trying to make his team lose because he's you know yeah. sell it or do something with it. That's, that's based on always, the Padres. <laughs> that's been always my theory with the Padres. Is that <laughs> look, there's no way a team could be this bad for this long. Clearly, there's some planned ineptitude in this, or it's like a tax. A shelter or something, right? Right, like, and or, they're not even actually playing baseball, <laughs> right? And and you know, when, whenever baseball baseball owners always claim you, you laugh, Cecil, <laughs> but that's what Magic Johnson does with the Sparks. Oh, that's is the it? only reason he owns the Sparks <laughs> for a tax write off. <laughs> no, but but people always complain about how these owners are like, oh, you know, we can't make any money in these professional sports teams. They're like, well, wait a second, you know, people are lined up around the block trying to buy these professional baseball teams and and football teams and um. You know, if it wasn't worth money, no, no one would pay you two hundred yeah, million dollars. It's definitely for this worth team. something. <laughs> yeah. It's worth something. Now, well, what are you, a soccer, a soccer guy? Two hundred million dollars, please. I don't know. Two hundred billion dollars. Like I have no idea what the dollars. Yankees worth. Billion, Yankees, maybe. Yankees not the Padres. The Padres are worth like eighty-two cents. Okay, <laughs> the Padres you could buy like you you could win that in like a slot machine in in VA. Yeah, house, you're now okay? the owner of the Padres. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Ding ding ding. <laughs> or Pachanga. Right. Yeah. And, how, and you would that, immediately. How is, even, how is that even considered winning? And you would immediately you know, go to your you go to your tax attorney. Your tax attorney says, "Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, you can write that off. Yeah, that's what the first good. thing he'd say to you. You're good. Just write it off." <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Padres are terrible, but you still, you gotta love them because there's like a, um, the underdog thing, the underdog, the loser. It's the, it's the, affectionate. they occasionally so, show yeah. some, some moments of greatness, but right. It's like the, the uncle that had, that you had that would come and stay, stay with your, your, your parents when you were a kid and like, yeah, he didn't have a job and he was kind of, kind of ill-kempt and kind of a strange guy, but you know what? He's family, you know, and he can stay there every once in a while. I think everybody okay. has that uncle. They, they, seriously. Yes. Yeah. This is true. You were, you I were, think I am were, that uncle too, uh, my, my ne- niece no, no. and nephew. <laughs> I think I, I, I think Vince was touched as a boy. Oh, uh, not those uncle stories. I actually well, like, it was, a, it was a guy. It was a guy wearing a wearing a collar though, right? Not not an no. uncle. No. <laughs> oh man, it's brutal. Yeah, it's a brutal. It's a tough crowd here today. It's true. Uh, so <laughs> from the website, from we the were website. talking about the website dailyturismo.com. Uh-huh. We were going to talk a little bit about favorite cars of the. Week, cars of the week. Cars of the week. What's your car of the week, Vince? This is an easy one for me. Um, it's the 1993 Cadillac Fleetwood. Sorry, 1996 Cadillac Fleetwood Brougham. Oh yeah. Uh, this oh, is a yeah. classic D body. So, so the Fleetwood name was was in the n- mid 90s or the 80s and 90s was on this terrible front drive C platform pile of junk, transverse yeah. engines. They yeah. threw the names around and yeah. like made it, it confusing around. for a while there. But with the release of the Dun dun dun! Wait for it. The Caprice, yeah. Impala SS, Olds Custom Cruiser, Buick Roadmaster, and Cadillac Fleetwood. There was I didn't realize there were now, that many of them. Yeah, you yeah. don't think about. It. They were now D body, rear drive, LT1 V8, body optional, on frame, body on frame, '57 Chevy. It's just just straight made in from the, the 90s. Stone Ages. Yeah. Um, and the <laughs> there it is. <laughs> The, Jesus. the Cadillac version. <laughs> the Cadillac version, um, the Fleetwood Brougham, is not a car you would buy under normal circumstances. Unless you were drunk or... <laughs> sure, or do you, like, you really like vinyl tops. You've been drugged. You're a gangster. Or, if you're, or a gangster. you're 85 years old. Unless it has a six-speed manual gearbox and a 425-horsepower engine that's been sort of modified in the car. Yep. In that case, it's seriously sweet. Yeah. It also has Impala SS um, performance parts, limited like scram. control arms. Yeah, it's got limits. Fancy pants rear end in it. Yeah. Um, some dumped exhaust. It's gonna be really yeah. noisy with those exhaust cutoffs. It's got some modern Cadillac wheels on it too, which yeah. to me, I think you know those don't necessarily fit <laughs> the car. They probably have to clear the. I mean, fit, brakes. Fit, I mean brakes. fit by fit. I mean aesthetically, like they don't. Um, you know, I think a, a different choice of wheels might have been better, but. But, uh, you know, with the modern tires on it, I'm sure they handle a lot. It makes the car handle a lot better. Um, ben is asking, where is the car? Just ask. It's on dailyturismo.com. You don't hesitate to interrupt us. <laughs> it's on the Craigslist. Yeah. In Oklahoma City, Washington State. 
<laughs> and no, Oklahoma. Oklahoma City's not in Washington State. No. Well, isn't there? There's an Arkansas City in Kansas. I'm sure there is. There is really no. There's Arkansas a Nevada City. City in California too. There is Nevada City, I and the Nevada County is shaped like a derringer pointed at Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. I know someone who's from Nevada City. The Nevada City, the county that's in, is a derringer. All right. And he's like, I'm totally gonna mess with Vince and tell him it's shaped like a derringer. Go look at look at a map. It's obvious it's a derringer pointed at Nevada. So all right. Uh, so that's your car of the week. Like so, 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 so Vince, smoky burnouts. And you know, like a you're smoking cigars and hanging out with like a bunch of gangsters. The mm-hmm. um, the what was it? My friend who drove the Jaguar, the the what? The Jaguar. There you go. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what he used to have before he had the before he got his Jag. Was this pimp car? Nice Fleetwood Broham. That his Jaguar was a very nice one. Yeah, too. I mean, it was good looking car. Yeah, it's yeah. And it, it was pretty much this exact same car. And he used to XK, just like drive. He had like X, a pinky ring that he would just like kind of like drive it. Vince, I think I think since this is based on the Roadmaster, it's the same platform. I think you should take you should get the front end sheet metal from one of these <laughs> oh. and put it on your Roadmaster wagon, and then Caddy. do the vinyl top on the wagon. Caddy the. You think know, about that. Vinyl oh, top on the wagon. How would you put a vinyl top? That would be over so a, much vinyl over a um, roof rack. You gotta oh, take the roof rack off. No, no, not just roof rack, but it's also got the cu- the, the, the the Vista Cruiser, Vista Cruiser window. Would you put well, the roof rack? You'd back have to on cut a hole. Moon roof. Yeah, yeah. Put the <laughs> roof rack back over. Why? Why are you coughing so much? I'm, man? I've been sick, man. My kids got me sick. Ah, uh, you didn't tell me before. I was cooped up in this small room with you. Yeah, come here. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, so okay, so that's your car of the week. The car but of the is week. that the car you would buy? It's also the car I'd buy. It's it too awesome to not do a double feature. Okay. Both. How about you, Chris? What's yours? All right. So I think for my car of the week, I'm I'm leaning towards this uh, 95 Mercedes E320 wagon that you've listed as AMG Power. Um, I mean, it's got the C36. Oh, sorry, it was Corey. Corey yeah. wrote it up, one yeah. of our contributors. Um, it's got the straight six from the AMG C, C, C class. Yep. And, and you had one of those cars, right, Vince? Yeah, I had a C36 back in the day. Uh, fantastic car. Um a, a better engine than than the engine that's in the, like the um, E36 M3s. Really, the three point two. Yeah, better engine, two seventy horse. Sounded great. It's also totally an let six. down. Yeah, inline six, lots of torque, lots of power. Totally let down by an automatic transmission, four speed okay. auto, and a and a rack and so non rack and pinion. You know, um, was it sacking steering gear? box? Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Coleman calls the. <laughs> Ball and sack steering. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, worm and worm and nut sack. I think yeah, it's worm and sack or so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, so this is actually an E class. This is a W one two four early nineties E class that has that engine swapped into it. Still automatic, um, but then it's got like later <laughs> wheels from like a CLK. I like those those wheels. They're like uh, seven or eight spoke. W- which uh, is where that engine actually came from. The bo- bl- block comes from the E-Class 320. Oh, okay. So it's probably pretty easy to do that swap then. Yep. Yeah, it's going to fit right up. Or it's going to bolt, bolt in, in anyway. Bolt in. Maybe the man- engine management might not be that easy. Sure. But um, so this is in Connecticut, Norwalk, Connecticut for ten grand on eBay. And you can find it on dailytrismo.com. Um, this would be a good deal for somebody looking for a unique wagon that's not too expensive, but it's in looks like really nice shape. Yeah. Decent amount of power, kind of a sleeper still. Those wheels aren't stock, but they don't look too bad. They're from a CLK, uh, like a late 90s okay. CLK, okay. I think. Uh, I forget the name of those wheels, but... They're missing center caps, but they look good. Um, no, that's just how they look. Oh, what do you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Mute my own mic again. Um, yeah. So, Oh, they only weigh 13 pounds each. Wow. That's really light. Corey wrote that in the uh, DT write-up. Um, so that that helps with unsprung weight and makes the steering feel a lot nicer. So, cool. Anyway. Um, Are you concerned with that last picture? What is that, like, just laying out? That looks like a rear subframe. That's, yeah, don't worry about <laughs> that. That's, that's, that's normal. Don't worry about it. That's normal. <laughs> that's a rear subframe, a sledgehammer, and a giant block of wood. That's yeah, just, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, when you, o- when you own a 20-year-old German car, you're going to need to know what that is and how to yeah. get it out of there. I mean, I can speak from experience on that. Yeah, that means probably some of the bushings that were replaced. I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, it means that they've they've been maintaining yeah. it. They've been You're fixing probably things. Probably replacing the brakes. Who knows? Yeah, and my that. guess is they gave it more power, and then there was some terrible vibration because all the bushings on the diff were worn out, <laughs> and so they replaced that, and now it feels fine. Hey, he's got so. the Obey, the Andre the Giant sticker on the back of it, too. Oh, there you go. No, that's that, awesome. actually, that could be the Abide sticker, the, the dude 
They, they made a spinoff. Oh. It says abide at the bottom, and it's the dude's it's face. Okay, I can't right. tell. Yeah, I don't know. This is, the pick is too low res. Need better picks. Sun Flea Bay. There you go. Pick for pick. Um, anyway, that's probably not the one I would buy, though, because it's on the other side of the country, and it's automatic. Um and some Mercedes. I already and had one of those. And, and I'm sure there's a Volvo. There's there is a Volvo, but it, it, it got, uh, the auction got ended, so I can't buy it unless unless somebody knows this guy, but it, there was a nice 1800ES in Texas for, it was bidding for like seven grand. I'm sure it would have gone for a lot more. So can't buy that one either. Um, that, that was, by the way, that 1800ES was um, on, that was a Moto Exotica car yeah that in the pictures from the moto Zotica, they're a dealer right they're a dealer but they're kind of a they're an ebay dealer flipper yeah an ebay dealer yeah. they take really nice pictures and they sell these cars for really high buy it nows and asking prices um but this picture this car had all kinds of rust on the sides and it was obvious that the volvo yeah the volvo yeah there's obviously it was a flip well they all have paint. they all have rust but those like those 1800s i mean if it hasn't if it does, if it's not showing rust, that means that someone's okay. already hidden it. Someone, okay, <laughs> that's, well, that's what that means. This this rust <laughs> needs another hiding. Um, yeah, but I mean, like I said, they're they're kind of all that way unless you find one that's been in the desert for its entire life in a garage, which is going to be okay, very well. rare. Um, even the California cars are rusty like that. Hmm. Um, they just didn't design the body very well with that in mind. But they're still a great car. Um, since I can't buy that one, I would consider the 79 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Ooh. And I was actually considering one of these as like a Lemons Rally car. Uh, I didn't because know you were a pimp. No, it's, <laughs> no not, it's not really a pimp car. It's it's kind of too small for that. It's a two-door G-body um, GM rear drive. The, the, it's got the 305 V8, which is not their best showing in, in, nice, in, nice. in V8s. No, I meant uh, a PMP as in like a project management professional. What? <laughs> Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You didn't even say that before. You just PMP. Huh? He's a pimp. Pimp. Oh, pimp. sorry. <laughs> okay. Bad joke, Vince. Terrible. Very terrible. Joke. Um. So the reason I'm, you know, I'm kind of talking down about this car, but the reason I'm, I would buy it is because it's got a five-speed manual. <laughs> it's got a, a, you know, manual transmission swap, or maybe it came with it, but I'm, I have to think it's a swap. And. Um, it's only two grand. It's two thousand Canadian, <laughs> which like is like it's like fifty bucks. Yeah, it's probably like fifteen hundred U.S. <laughs> something like that. I, I'd still. But it's in British it Columbia. Like it's in British Columbia, so it's not too far away. It would be a good you know long weekend trip to go and fly up and buy that and drive it back. Um, cars don't really rust up there. It's not a bad place to buy. It's not like Ontario or Quebec where they rust immediately. Um, so I, yeah, that's it. That's the one I'd buy. Final I just, top and everything. I, I love the fact that a '79 Olds Cutlass with the 305 V8 <laughs> is rated at 130 horsepower. 130 brake horsepower, right? So at the flywheel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. making it to the wheels through an automatic is going to be something like. Well, it's got a five speed. Right, but a, the typical automatic, you're you're going to get something like maybe 100. And Five or 110 yeah. at the wheels, something yeah. like that, on yeah. a good day. Out of a five liter V8. Yeah. And and in the same year in 79, you could buy a Saab, you know, 99, 99 turbo. turbo that made 150 horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. So hits. this one was probably going to feel a lot quicker because it's actually going to make, you know, almost that much power at the yeah. wheels. And it's got 245 foot pounds of torque. Yeah. So that's the one I think I would buy, especially if it was closer. I'd, you know, I'd rock that's that good. for a while. That's a good choice. I like Oldsmobile. that car. That's, that's nice. Cutlass Supreme, the uh, Tenacious D did a song it's, about that. I'd also like to point out Supreme. that both of, both of our cars of the week Supreme. have vinyl tops. And a Cutlass Supreme. <laughs> they both yes. have vinyl tops. Yes. Yours has the Landau, which is- Yeah, it's like of, the half vinyl top. I describe it as the bald man's- like The receding hairline, hairline, yeah. Of, of vinyl tops. Yeah. Which is nice. And the, and and, but the Cadillac too. had the full Broham- Full, full vinyl, vinyl top, top yeah. because you know it's it's Cadillac. It's like some Rogaine or something was involved. What do you what do you got against receding hairlines, Vince? Nothing. He didn't special. say anything against right. it. Right. I like them. I said I like okay. it. All right. <laughs> Find it kind of enduring, endearing, enduring, enduring. I don't know. I'm tired. Man. I, I, I had too much cough medicine. Do, I, do, I, do I get a car of the week? Yes, sure. If, you, Go if ahead. you want one, if you have yeah, some good, not something terrible like that Lancia. That's Lancia. exactly what it'd be. It'd be the the '67 Lancia, and you know what I'd do. What? I'd set it on fire, I'd crush it, and then I'd take that little front launcher thing and I'd send it to 
I'd send it to Kaibizi. No. With a big <laughs> F-U oh, on Why would you do that? You don't like him? That's what I'd do. <laughs> why would you do that? That's mean. <laughs> oh, pretty sure That's ben. just mean. Like that. That's just cold. So, yeah. Well, you know. What, what, what did he what do, do to you? Uh, where do, uh, we don't have time to get into all of <laughs> we don't yeah this, there's a there's a history here apparently oh okay so there's this launch and I do it, it yeah it's a rust bucket that thing is nasty looking it is like falling apart rusty actually yeah. no I, I would restore it first and then I'd like video me crush just crush it. like yeah. look, look at the scroll down Ben look at the next picture in, in the ad the engine it's it's so rusty that the engine has like fallen off loose. of the transmission or something. <laughs> yeah. it's just like I think it's it, kind of hanging out around in I'm there. guessing the, like, the engine mounts just weld uh, rusted out and it just kind of fell forward yeah where is this car for sale Ben we'll go scroll up in the listing yeah this car is it's in Boo Park Ohio for Ohio for, yeah. For yeah seven grand Rust Park, Ohio. Yeah, Are they so gonna that's, get seven grand that's a lot of money for a pile of rust. I was going to say. Someone could restore that, but it would be a very extensive <laughs> it's, project. It's because of training the trunk just for you. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't have a training the trunk? Come that's on, actually geez. a transaxle. Uh, yeah, what the heck is that from? That's this car. It's front-wheel drive. Front-wheel drive? Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? It's a, it's a 60s launch. Most of them were front-wheel drive. Where they had the some of them were I didn't they had know like the, the kind of like the Audi setup where the engine's way out in front of the front axle and then it's got yeah. a transaxle yeah. or like a Subaru. Huh? Yeah, so strange, like I said, I would totally business. restore it, set it on fire, crush it, and just send it. To I thought the, you just set it on well, fire. That, You're gonna restore it first. That final restore it first, <laughs> just so, just, just, so I can so I can send Kaibizi just you know the video of it fully restored and then set on fire and crushed. I think he's more of a Fulvia fan than the than the Flavia. That yeah. final picture there all, looks like someone crushed it and set it on fire. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's just a pile of nasty parts. So. <laughs> All right, so, well, that was yeah. a great uh, car of the week. Um, we're going to take a break. If you're listening to us live, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsor. But uh, if you're listening to the not even a podcast, just a break. Uh, you're going to tune in for the next podcast. We'll be back and, and same people talking about similar stuff. <laughs> That's I a guess. Wow. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> great sales pitch. Yeah, good work, Vince. listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo and on Twitter at Daily Turismo. Use the hashtag DT Radio.